What's happening, everybody? Thanks for checking out season two of the Shine Your Light podcast. I am Brian Suman here with uh, my co-host, Pastor Scott Fussnecker. And we got a special guest tonight, um, John Theobald and Dustin Hensley. We'll get to that. They're going to talk about their new podcast, but we're excited. Season two of the Shine Your Light. It's been a while since we've been kind of on the air. We're in a new location. We got new gear. We got new guests. And uh, it's pretty exciting to kind of yeah. be back. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. So, um you know, what uh, What today's episode really is about is to uh, kind of, again, kick off season two. We do have some Shine Your Light guests lined up. Yes, uh, sir. We have one the first of next month and then uh, uh, one the following month. But this episode, again, is about the Planted podcast. And we'll let Dustin and John here in a bit, you know, kind of introduce themselves and, and tell us a little bit about what's, what's going on there. But um, that will be kind of shared under the Shine Your Light umbrella. You know, the Planted podcast and Planted is its own kind of entity, but um, we're we're going to bring it in and uh, share it on the platforms of Shine Your Light. And so you can kind of check that out. And I believe they're going to do that at least twice a month, if not more. And then we're going to bring the Shine Your Light at least once a month, if not more there. So I'm um, super, super excited for the Planted podcast and these guys. But uh, what's been going on this week, guys? You guys good? Yeah. Good week. Yeah, good it's week. been a good week. week. It's been a great week. Yeah, awesome. I was just telling Scott that uh, with my employer, AAR Credit Union. It's uh, been a pretty exciting week because we just announced a 10-year partnership with the Dayton Dragons. Really? So the stadium of the Dayton Dragons is now officially called Day Air Ballpark. Nice. And so that's been quite a bit of excitement. Yeah, that's a big employer. deal. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, we got a banner on the center field wall or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. This cat said, we named the ballpark yeah, after Day Air. We have the name. Wow. So. That's it's, been, it's been a little surreal, actually, but uh, very motivating, very energetic. Sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's an awesome ballpark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I've never been there. Really? I go to the ballpark. I go to Great American. But now I, I I'm might have a have few to tickets to, to get you in. Now I'm going to have to go to Day Air Ballpark. Yeah. yeah, yeah now we cool. got a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Dustin? So, yeah, yeah it's uh, probably pretty normal week for me. Just, you know, working, grinding. You know, I'm in the construction business. So this weather's kind of been crappy, right. you know. So right. just got to fill the gap with just, other things. Yes, sir. Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Just making calls. Yeah. yeah, good deal. Pastor Scott, what's been going on around church? Uh, heck, tons of stuff. That's a whole another episode, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, obviously, this week we've been excited about trying to get this gear in here and make sure that the podcast kind of gets up and going. I'm excited about what they're going to do with the Planted Podcast. But again, uh, we've been doing the War Room Bible study yeah. on, on Wednesday nights. It's been phenomenal. People have been uh, really opening up their heart, asking some really, really serious questions about God, about the Bible, and about how to grow a little bit deeper. So I've really been enjoying that. Um and then, of course, uh, we've got our church-wide prayer and fast coming up Monday, yep. Tuesday, and Wednesday. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see how that goes. I think uh, next week, um, our Staying Surrendered group is on uh, Monday nights at 7. So next week, I'm going to do a live Facebook, kind of take some prayer requests and things like that. Uh, on the first night of the, the fast. And then the second night, I think we'll open up the church for prayer. And then Wednesday, we'll open up the church for prayer again. Okay. Uh, and then maybe delay that more room. Bible study to the next week, but it's been great. I said all that to say, like, it's been good, busy, super busy, but we've been hearing really good stuff about what God's doing for people. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm, let's, um, I'm excited uh, to hear 
from Dustin and John on this planted podcast. And that's really the, the topic of tonight. So um, I'm going to let you guys kind of roll, introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little bit of backdrop history on uh, who you are and uh, the planted podcast and how did that come about? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I'll go ahead and kick us off. Yeah. Well, I'm Dustin Hensley and um, I'm, you know, I'm a local guy here in Trenton and, um, you know, I have a wife and uh, two kids and we, um, I don't know, we just, uh, th- you know, I love podcasting yeah. and, and I love um, this, this idea of um, coming in and, um, and uh Dustin's a little new to podcasting. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff right there. Man. Yeah. It's a little easier to listen to a yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's a lot easier to, to listen to a podcast. It? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I got all tongue-tied. Man. Yep. So I, I guess what I guess it probably starts with my background. And, and really my background is a recovery background. I'm a recovering um, alcoholic okay. and drug addict. And um, and so I, I really just have a heart for people that are suffering and people that have been in the struggle and people that, um, you know, feel like life has buried them and, you know, covered them up and, and, but that, you know, they develop this, um, strength through that struggle, you know, and develop this, you know, never say die attitude Mm -hmm. and never give up. And, um, you know, and through, um, that process and through some time and, and, and through some, um, you know, other interventions that, um, they were able to, you know, grow through that and, and, and come out on the other side, um, stronger and better, and even in a position to help other people. And, um, because that, you know, that's my story of recovery Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, I, you know, had a rough childhood, um, you know, very rough, actually. Um, it was, you know, it was a hard, I I grew up in a, in a hard environment. Um, you know, there was, it it was the kind of place that, you know, I never got any help with my homework. It was, it was dirty. There was bugs. It was, um, you know, the, the dishes get, you know, didn't get done. Sometimes, you know, there might not be milk. It was, it was, it was a tough place. Um, and there was domestic violence sometimes going on. There was sexual abuse to me um, going on. Um, I had a lot to figure out really, really quickly. And so, you know, at one point, it, it really felt like that I was buried under, you know, trauma, uh, abuse, resentment, anger, um, you know, insecurity, you know, fear, um, judgment, you know, what are they thinking about me? You know, um, you know, had a super difficult time at school, um, had a, had a really difficult time socially with, with other people and, and getting along. And so I'll be honest with you at, at one point, it really just felt like life got me down and, you know, stuck its knees on my chest and started pounding away. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't give up, you know, and and um, never would I, or never will I. And um, I'll tell you, um, so to kind of further along that story, I did end up turning to drugs because, um, you know, nothing, I couldn't get any relief anywhere else. Sure. Um, and and, I, and I'm not, 
I'm not knocking. I'll say that I would try to go to therapy. I would try to, you know, do med, you know, get the right medicine. And I would try to go to church. And and by the way, just, you know, I'm not knocking church. I'm not knocking therapy. I'm not knocking medicine. I, I do all three today. But, um, you know, the drugs made me feel better. The right. drugs were a, a a solution to what I had going sure. on inside. And um, they, they, you know, they worked. And there's a reason people do drugs. It's because they work. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's because they will make you feel good. And um, and so I got really, really bad on on drugs and, um, you know, not just like not just like a heavy like, oh, I, I had a knee surgery and now I'm hooked on these Vicodin. Right. That that's not my story. I'm talking um, crack, meth, cocaine, heroin, um, you know, pills. Um, one time I was involved in a meth making operation for a guy and, you know, I was, you know, I've been held at gunpoint in the room, not allowed to leave because they were making meth. Sure. Been in some really um, wild situations, um, just really ran hard and with some really um, shady, um, unsavory people for for a solid 10 years trying to um, numb myself because of all the trauma, the abuse, the, the neglect and the unprocessed emotions sure. that were going on on the inside is what I know today. Yeah. Now, back then I had right. no idea what was right. going on, man. I was like I was just on autopilot trying to like trying to survive is what it really was, um, you know, so <clears throat> certainly it felt as if as if I had been buried. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see the light of day. Um, I had gotten so shady that, um, you, you know, I would steal change. I would, you know, I would, I would rob you blind if you gave me the chance. And, you know, the people that love me the most, my grandparents um, and my wife, um, you know, at one point I was married and um, had a son and I would absolutely steal and take from anybody who would give me the opportunity. I just, sure. I just yeah. no one was safe if they let me in. Um, and that's that's how bad it became for me. And that's um, so. You know, I, I completely understand the depravity um, of a drug addict and I completely understand um, I completely understand knowing um, I don't want to do this. I get using against my own will. Mm -hmm. right. I get drinking against my own will. Right. Some people can't understand that. And I, I don't judge people for that. I understand sure. that. Um, but I can I can, I've been in a position before where it's like. Don't do it. You got every reason not to get high. Mm -hmm. You you got this job going for you. You got this girl at home. You got a baby boy you're a dad to. You got absolutely every reason not to do it. Um, you, you Brand new house you can go home to. Like You're on probation. They'll go to jail anyway if you do. Absolutely every reason not to. And... It, it's like dust. It, it's like dust in my palm. Yeah, sure. Just blow, it just blows away. Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. Well, and addiction is so powerful. It's that powerful. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And, 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 you know, and like I said, if you're not that person, if you don't have that that going on on the inside of you, I get how you can't understand that because sure. it's, it's like speaking another language to somebody who's not an addict. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is that powerful for an addict. And so so I certainly was buried. And wow. um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I, I a lot of the people that I used with and ran with are gone. They're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they they didn't make it out. Yeah. And and I don't know why I was graced with um, this this life that I have today. I don't know why I um, was able to make it out. Well, actually, I do. Actually, now stuff like this might be part of the picture, so right? that I can yeah. do stuff like this. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I don't want to take up all the time. I want to kind of speed it along. Um, I, I will just kind of say this though that I I, I really kept. Um, I, I really thought that I, I was on to something, and I really thought that church was going to be the answer. And I, I and I, I want to just say this, and 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 like I said, I want to kind of clear something up because I always thought that I would come down to the altar and. I would, you know, I've laid my drugs on the altar. I thought the preacher was going to slap his hands on me and I'd walk out of there completely. Mm-hmm. It'd be gone. And I'd be like, Woo-hoo. and uh, it would be over for me. And that would be all the work I would have to do. And uh, man, that was absolutely, it couldn't have been farther from the truth for me. Um, the God that I serve and the God that I understand today is always like you first, <laughs> you right. take the first step and right. I, and I'll, and then I, and then I'll move. Right. You know, I'm not going to give you something you're not willing to work for. Um, so I've always had to um, initiate the first step and then, you know, and put some work in. So and obedience. Obedience. Yeah. And surrender. Sure. You yeah. Know, yeah. The whole stay and surrender thing. You yeah. know, you know, my pride and ego um, is it sometimes can know no bounds. I mean, it can be enormous. Really? And I was just telling somebody today, like, man, on one hand, like that was that's been my survival mechanism that's without it i wouldn't be here right sure in a way Mm -hmm. um that's how that's what i've developed to cover up all that pain and all that hurt and all that all that stuff i mean i get it it's a lot of pomp it's a lot of flair you know it's it's you know it backs keeps people backed away and all that but um so anyway long story short to get on to track um you know, so there it is. Wasn't too bad. Yeah. So uh, to, you know, I was talking about getting on track too. Huh? Yeah. So um, just to get back on track though, about um, I, you know, God. I, you know, I have cried out to God, help me with this addiction, help me with this addiction, so many times, and um, it was like, we'll go do twelve step recovery, and I'm like, oh no, not that. What else you got? Like, right. Oh no, not that. What else you got? And for me, it was like that was absolutely what I had like I had to break you know break my back to go and do that and and I did it it ended up costing me everything housewife job kids car um, on more than one occasion and um, and finally I walked in completely broken uh, um, swallowed my pride went to 12-step recovery and um, took that in a very serious way and now I have a life um, that you know, I couldn't even dream of that I would ever have. Um, I live with um, some morals and an amount of integrity that I never thought a guy like me would ever have or that I could ever imagine that I would ever have, to be honest with you. Um, Because, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, me, 
I'm not the same guy anymore. Uh, yeah. You you couldn't trust me not to steal your your change out of your car. Yeah. And that's that's the guy's honest truth. And you know, um, you know, I have things today, and I, people trust me with things today. And um, you know, but <clears throat> so the the whole planted premise is, man. I got that story. I've been planted um, or I've been buried. It felt like I was buried through through struggle. You know, I know that 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 God has, you know, helped make me stronger, um, you know, through that struggle and, you know, through that growth process. And um, that's that's the whole reason for the podcast is is, you know, it may not be that dramatic. It may not be the same story or even close to that. I mean, we're talking people that have have experienced, you know, teen pregnancies come on and, you know, and talk about that. Sure. Somebody who's beat uh, a disease or cancer or mm-hmm. uh, somebody, you know, we're talking to a guy, I'm going to get him to come on. He, all he ever wanted to be was a cop and he, he was a cop, a Middletown cop and he got hit uh, by, by a car in the line of duty and he couldn't be a cop no more because he busted his knee up. And so, you know, and then he's going to come on and talk about how he's doing today after that. So, you know, we're going to talk with, with addicts and alcoholics. Uh, we're going to talk with Christian people. We're going to talk with regular people. Um, but it's just going to be inspiring comeback good stories. Sure. Yeah, man. Good, good deal. Good comeback stories. Yeah. yeah. So what uh, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to, to hear so what I. is your uh, what's your and John's connection and how does that then tie in? So let me shut up and I'll let John tell you. All right. Well, Dustin and I met probably six, seven years ago yeah. uh, in a church in Hamilton. And um, it was uh, recovery based. He was coming in and it was he was uh, starting on his road to recovery. Um, it's something I've been involved with really since I was a teenager and uh, keeps me going. So I, I stay pretty well connected to that. So that's how he and I have met. And we've really just just connected. Um, we tried to bring him into the group and it's kind of amazing to watch him just catch fire and, and shine. Yeah. And he's so active and, and aggressive in a really positive way with uh, just recovery and helping other people. And um, Dustin's a very likable guy. We go to the gym and work out occasionally and I got this face where people like just stay away from me, I think, you know, and uh, he's got like five, six people coming up right. and he's hugging them before we leave the gym. Yeah, you've been seeing them for a year. Like, I, yeah. yeah, dude's never said anything to me. <laughs> and so uh, he just uh, he just has that appeal, that that attraction. And I like being around people sure. who are like that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the short answer to how Dustin and I met. Wow. How it relates to the podcast is uh, he kind of turned me on to listening to podcasts maybe a year or so mm-hmm. ago, just a casual conversation. Um, and I, it's something I had done off and on. So I started getting into it. And then, I don't know, it just came across my mind about, yeah, one day I might might want to do something like that. But I don't really know what topic I would talk about. There's so many different things that I have interest in. And uh, I like telling my story. I like hearing other people's story. I think what Dustin and I really share are those comeback stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll get into that a little bit about myself. So he called me, I don't know, a couple months ago. I was actually at the gym at lunch on on the bike. And he said, I got got approached about maybe doing a podcast. And I guess I came came to his mind. And it's kind of cool because it had been on my heart and on my mind for a little while. And it was starting to get formulated and it aligned 
perfectly, I think, with what Dustin wanted to do with the whole planted podcast. And so we heard each other out. We talked about the various topics and um, I I could just I, I understood. I could see what he was seeing with the whole being buried thinking you were buried, but really you were planted and uh, just letting God just come in there and water that plant and, and watch you grow. Yeah. And I think Amen. that that speaks mm-hmm. certainly to his life and my life and other folks sure. that we know we want to get in and just tell that story. And you know, with technology now, there's a million great, ways to do it. A million ways yeah. to do it. And this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So you want to speak anything? Um, tell us a little bit about yeah, your give story. You a little, give you a little yeah. background. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a somewhat local guy, born and raised in Hamilton, Ohio. I went to Hamilton High School. My uh, teenage years were a little rough. I, uh, growing up through uh, Little League, played West Side Little League baseball, was a West Side Little League all-star. And so anybody around here that knows anything yes. about that, that's like fame right out of the gate. You're in the newspaper all the time. <laughs> and, uh, we were one run away from going to the Little League World Series, 1995. But uh, we did win the state championship and obviously went to the regionals. And that was a big deal. So life was pretty good for the most part leading up to that point. There were things in my childhood that that uh, were happening. But for the most part, kind of a normal, normal life. And got to... Uh, junior high started hanging out with the older crowd and I started to experiment a little bit in junior high and when I was 14 eighth grade I got my girlfriend pregnant and that was that was that first buried moment I think for me where I thought life was over wow um started what be, middle school by the way which was one Wilson. Wilson Wilson middle school yeah All right. and so that was a that was really traumatic um Sports started to take a different turn. Um, Grades were really suffering. People talk. Sure. sure. And uh, we were faced with decisions. You know, what are you going to do? Are you going to have an abortion, adoption, have the baby? And my girlfriend and I at the time, abortion and adoption were never options for us. Right. Um, Not not trying to take a side here one way or the other. That gets really heated topic. But it just never crossed our minds. And looking back, my my daughter, who's 22 now, was a lifesaver for me. She gave me a lot of purpose in in life because I was heading down a, down a path, and um, I I kind of straightened up a little bit when she was born, and that lasted for about a year and a half, and uh, then I faltered again. Spent about another year and a half partying pretty hard, running the streets. And you're in high school at this time. And I was in high school at that time. And I had something really big happen. I was at a party when I was about 18, a little, little over 18, got in a fight. It was a pretty bad fight. And I hurt the guy pretty bad, went to jail, spent some time there and got out and started to come back to recovery because I had been introduced to it as a t- uh, about 15 years sure. old. And that was what what uh, that really took fire for me. Like I thought, maybe my life was over again at, right, at eighteen. Right. I thought I was in some really big trouble. I thought I was going to maybe possibly go to jail for a long time. Um, so I entered back into recovery. My dad is tied to recovery, and so that was really nice to be able to lean into him and uh, him show me the way. I was about three months into kind of working a twelve step recovery program and got introduced to a 
to a church. A friend of mine that I was working with at the time took me to a church and started talking to me about possibly getting saved. And, and I said, yeah, this is something I want to do. So I got saved. And then I just had this hunger and thirst that came about me to try to learn more about God, spirituality and Christianity. And that really just took off for me. Um, and I chased that for, for a long time. Nice. You know, when you have that kind of early feel yeah. of uh, come to know God, it, it, you're on fire. And then that cools down a little bit. And then, sure. you know, different I challenges see it all the time, see different <laughs> challenges along the way. Certainly. So um, where we are today is I've got a beautiful wife. We've been married 15 years. I just asked her in January was January 1st was our 15th wedding anniversary. And I said, would you marry me again? Yeah. So we're going to renew our vows later on this year. Nice. We Got have a little romance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have another daughter who's uh, 14 at Lakota. And then I have a two and a half year old son. And so we Great. stayed really busy with sure. everyone. And, uh, you know, teen pregnancy is an important topic for me. I'm also a grandfather. He'll be six years old next month. Wow. So I was a father at 15 and a grandfather at 31. So kind of okay. interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, so some of that I want to talk about. I that, that part right there, the teenage pregnancy piece, has been what's been on my mind and on my heart a little more lately. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, I know all the wrong ways to go about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's a ministry there. Right? There's, there's a ministry there. And I think people can learn from people that. People need help. And there might be people going through that right now. And I can speak to it from two different perspectives. One as the father and one as the uh, as one as the parent and one as the child. Right. So that's a little bit of what I'm hoping to express during the podcast. Yes, drugs and alcohol were a part of my, my teenage story, but that's been so long ago. Sometimes it's difficult for me to relate with folks mm-hmm. who are just now entering into it. The uh, the heroin epidemic, for example, mm-hmm. is so prevalent. And fortunately, it's a little bit on the decline right now, but that's not anything I ever related to. So it's harder for me to, to talk about that. Um, but I can. Sure. And I, I yeah. continue yeah. to do yeah. so. Obviously, yeah. that's where Dustin and I have related. Um, but it's it's more about uh, just, I think, life's struggles in general. And I'm really um, interested to get other people in here and hear them talk. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. One, of, one of the sure. biggest blessings we have about doing podcast is actually like sitting here and listening to the stories because people – People want to share their story. This gives them a platform, but you wouldn't believe the amount of people. Um, I mean, a couple of people have said, man, I listened to all 15. When are you going to do another one? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because they zoomed through them or whatever. So, um, yeah, just listening to the stories like we've never had one person here that sat at the table and we're like, yeah, they're they're pretty normal. Like none of us are normal, are we? You know what I mean? We're all just saved by grace, yes. right? We have all got this story of something in our past that, like you said, intended to maybe bury us, but actually it's part of the story that planted us and grew us into who we are. Sure. sure. It's pretty yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, that's a that's a thing, even you know, story, right? And, and even if it, it was a negative story for a while or a long time before, you know, God stepped in or, you know, something intervened and made it a positive, you know, we all have a story to tell. And I think a lot of people 
don't feel that they just kind of feel like you know you know just kind of normal you know um, we've had our struggles but um, you know everyone has one and, and there is at least one soul out there that can learn from one of our stories and can maybe encourage them or inspire them to to take another step absolutely and i mean i think um as christians today actually um a lot of times you know we feel so much shame over our past and we try to keep it hidden mm-hmm. um and we use little verses like well you know jesus has cast our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and all this kind of stuff and that you know and i think that's true like we're not held in judgment over our past but i gotta be honest with you man i think my past is my greatest asset mm-hmm. uh, right. because it's the thing that i can use to help someone um, relate to, right? you know, uh, to me and to a church and to, you know, to 12-step recovery. Because mm-hmm. um, when when I start talking and, and about the things that I've been through and the things that I've done, the mistakes that I've made, and they're sitting there shaking their head like, man, that's me too. That's right. me too. That's exactly how I think. I've done, I've messed up the same exact way. Right. What do they do? They feel a part of. They feel mm-hmm. connected, mm-hmm. and you know what? If you're not using your past that way, that that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah we were. T- I was yeah. talking to somebody the other day about forgive and forget. Well, God's capable of that. I'm not so sure that we are right. So forgiving right. is in a moment, right? Forgetting is actually manifested through that moment forward, right? So, like you're taking your past and using it for whatever good right that so like how do you forget the way someone treated you you have to show that forgiveness ongoing right because mm-hmm. we we don't forget things that's not part of like right. humanity right like the essence of that we're like incapable of it so forgiving is in a moment but that forgiveness or uh that f- forgetting and forgiveness is in a moment but that forgetting man it's it's over time right. i'm not gonna you know what i mean like hey i'm not gonna keep browbeating you over that dust and i'm not gonna keep pounding you on the head about like i'm gonna show you in my actions that i've left that in the past right sure. we're gonna forget about that yeah yep. so I, I i don't know it's kind of a little mini epiphany i had the other day like so forgetting forgetting is really how we act right how, how we how we treat you i'm gonna show you that i forgot that yeah Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we try to just shut it off and try to try to forget it, it you can't. That's not the healthy way to right to do it because it it doesn't go away. You know, but it doesn't define us. Right. Our past doesn't right. have to define us. No. It it can be the asset you right. talked about. I was going to say it can be the greatest strength. Right. Actually. Right. Yeah. And and I think that you know once you um, see it. Um, actually um, serve someone else in a positive way, um, that helps heal any shame that you have over it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how it's like, oh man, I used to feel terrible about all those things that I've done, but now it's serving to help someone mm-hmm. feel a part of and to feel okay and to come out of their shame. Right. Man, that's beautiful. Right. It's right. rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. when, I mean, that was probably one of the biggest things you felt, John, when you were dealing with your, when you were, you say you were 14. It's 14 yeah. when she got pregnant, 15 like, when she was born. Yeah. First thing is probably like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, sure. and then, so the fact that you are able to, to relate to that and, and be able to let people know like, hey, we don't all think what you think we're thinking, man. Like we're here to help. Mm-hmm. Has to be a relief for a teenager to feel like, hey, 
I might stand a chance here. You know what I mean? Where, um, so so that's a pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So yeah, you guys are gonna. I, I think you guys. I can tell you guys are gonna take off with this thing and and run with it, and it's gonna be pretty exciting. And you're gonna touch some lives. I can, I can see it already. Yeah. So I'm so should be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about you got some uh, stuff lined up. You talk about the Middletown or the person who was a Middletown police officer. Um, anything big picture for planted that you just um, pray about? Well, I mean, nothing that I'd be comfortable talking about right. yet. <laughs> I mean, to be a hundred percent honest, you know, I, I don't yeah. want to, you know, I'm yeah, sure. I'm, yeah. We're going to try to go every two weeks. You sure. know, we like to get 26 episodes out there. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, I've got, we've got uh, multiple invitations out there. You know, some, we've got pastors, we've got women who um, have dealt with um, all kinds of different issues from mm-hmm. abuse to, um, you know, the different pregnancy and abortion and all kinds of different issues like that. Um, disease survivors. Um, who else have we invited? Oh, um, we got the ex kind of gang member. Um, yeah, we have. I haven't actually made an invitation to anyone yet. I've made a list of folks. I Dustin's on to, fire. Dustin's on Dustin's fire. Like he normally is, but you know, I, I've got it uh, keeping a little bit more quiet, sure. praying about it, and and kind of feeling things out to see who we can get. You know, one of the thoughts I had was how uh, you know how local do we stay or do we possibly attract some people in different areas mm-hmm. want to tell sure. their story so we'll see how that goes yeah yeah with technology you can skype somebody in or you yeah know, you can do anything you yeah. want video yeah video kind of stuff it's cool and again you know we want to stay you know it, it, we are humbled by you know what we're what god is able to allow us to do you know just like this and and you know the spirit guiding us the the nudge to know maybe something's in your future and then all of a sudden it starts to take take root kind of playing off the planet you know and then all of a sudden it's normal to get excited and and but stay to try to stay humble and say you know because we're we're doing this for for others you know we're not doing it ultimately we're not doing it for ourselves we're we're trying to you know and like the shine your light podcast you know sharing stories just like this that may you know inspire and encourage others to um to you know to take another step in their lives but um you know but still there's that that you know when i said bigger picture it's just kind of that wrestle you know we want to stay humble because that's really who we are but but you know we can dream and and hope that you know think we could we could reach someone in california right or or abroad well and this this whole social media platform kind of set you up for that right right as soon as you do a podcast you're like hey who how many listens as soon as you make a post hey how many people like that (laughs) like it sets you up for like if you're not careful like you said your motives can get really Mm -hmm. not twisted but you know what i mean you can get hung up on like what if what if you had one listen but man it was that one listen that changed your life buddy that's a winner right yeah you can get a hundred listens and be like ah so yeah and i and i I find myself with our different social media things. I I texted Brian this week. We we use a service that hosts all our social media platforms and stuff. I said, "Hey man, I'm beating that platform up this week, right? Like I'm burning it up." But you know, we tend to think that is what makes the difference. But at the end of the day, it's really not. You know right, what I mean? Sure. So yeah. trying yeah. to balance that out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, people have already asked about like when we're getting this one back on. So it's going to be the same. What I like about this is it's it's more more hands on the hands on deck, right? So we. 
we can all reach more people together. So that's why I like kind of hosted it on the same platform and stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. It'll reach some people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of platforms, you're, you're on probably everything, right? Or you're going to be. So yeah, we, they're, they're in the, um, they're in the bullpen warming up. We yeah. got, you know, we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we got a Gmail set up and, um, yeah, we your were, Twitter, uh, yeah, I'm following you on that. What is the, it's uh, for that. yeah planted podcast okay yeah at planted podcast at planted podcast mm-hmm. yeah let me actually get them pulled up here and yeah I'll, I'll tell you what they all are and we'll make sure you know um that's in the description and everything sure um, you know yeah in the podcast so i still haven't learned instagram he's gonna have to teach me that yeah. one <laughs> yeah yeah we have an account here at the church, but Brian does most of the managing. <laughs> I'm slick on Twitter. There you go. Yes. Yeah. You know, and to just, you know, touch on addiction. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. You know, really, we can all, maybe I shouldn't say it that way because that's assuming, but most people, a lot of times you have an addiction. Mm-hmm. It just may not be at the level that others have but you know i think all of us can understand addiction whether it be coffee there's people who are addicted to the phone or actually hurting their marriage or hurting their relationship or or not doing what they should be doing you know and that's a that's an addiction it may not be against the law or you know, sure. create some big picture issues but you know a lot of us can sit back and understand an addictive personality some of us need coffee every day it that's all, an addiction it all messes with the mind it right? all messes with the mind it all controls the mind we got to have it mm-hmm. you know um, you know, I'm, you know, I haven't drank in, you know, almost 16 years, you know, uh, fortunately for me, you know, I reached a point where I got up one day and said, I got to stop. And I was able to do that. But back to your point of forgetting, there's still days where most days I don't ever think about that past, but every once in a while that oh, rises yeah. up in your thoughts. Now, when you're further along, 16 years down the path, you can just squash that thought Sure. Just as quick as it comes up. But, you know, um, you know, I think addictive personalities and I understand that because we've talked about that. I've shared that is, you know, that is a strength of mine. I'm a very disciplined. I have an addicted personality, so I get it. You know, and I have to watch that because your your strength can be your weakness. You know, yeah. so that's 100 percent. Brian Suman you know, right there. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I relate to that, to, to the addiction thing, you know, um, but, um, you know, we all we all might have one. You know, so we can we can understand what it does, like you said, to the mind yeah. and, and how it draws you in and how it relieves you and how it gives you pleasure. Uh, sure. You know, well, you know, comfort seeking is, you know, huge and mm-hmm. especially American culture today. I mean, you know, you think about it, you know, the amount of TV that gets watched, the amount of calories that get consumed, the amount of shopping and debt that people are in. I mean, right. you name yes. it. I mean, yeah, they're strongholds. Can, oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I, I kind of like this. I I kind of like the idea that everybody's using something for sure right. for yeah. sure they're yeah. strongholds man Absolutely. that's what yeah. they are yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, when people kind of get into that, you know, sometimes that judgmental, it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, step back because, you know, we can talk about just sin. Sin is sin, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sin is sin. So we all, we all can connect with each other Absolutely. in a very general way. I think so. so. It's pretty good stuff. But yeah. Well, it's amazing, though, the, the church folks, they'd be the first one to cut you. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, <laughs> you ought to be like, it's like, man, don't be so harsh, man. Love some folks. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, that's cool. Well, funny you bring that up. I've been I've been warring on Facebook this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said something today. One of my preacher buddies said, yes, I saw the post. No, I didn't like it, but I just continued to scroll on. Right. And it felt good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Well, you guys want to touch on anything else um, on Planet? Well, some of them handles. I know it's the yeah. at Planet Podcast. What else you got? Yep. Twitter's at Planet Podcast. Instagram is uh, Planted underscore Podcast. Uh, Facebook cool. is uh, Planted Podcast. And then we got an email, which is going to be Planted Podcast 513 at gmail.com you okay. guys got lucky to have that planted did, available man. out we there did, man that's man. i'm surprised yeah. on all three hey i'm pointing yeah. up yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. yeah so uh so yeah and uh you know don't worry <laughs> i'm gonna be coming at you it's gonna be a social media blitz because uh, you know i'm like a dog with a bone when i get these yeah, things sure. going yes yeah. you're gonna it's gonna hit yeah. you yeah. So. bulldog with a tennis ball there it yeah. is yeah it's a fact so what's the first date tell us one more time so um February 17th. February 17th. It's going to be our first release date. Okay. Nice. Yeah. February 17th. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Right the next the one for us is March 3rd or 4th. Yeah. Yeah. That first Thursday in March. Thursday. Cool. I just want to thank you guys for opening your doors to Dustin and I and allowing oh. us this opportunity. Yeah. Love it. That's yeah, what we're here for. Yeah, I mean, man. when we were praying about a facility for this church, uh, I was bound and determined that we were going to open, we were going to use it for a ministry center. Um, and I mean, just last week we had a family that was asking about coats. I don't know if you saw the message mm -hmm. on the private message on Facebook, dropped off five coats to them down at the house, you know, so the outreach center's kicking. Now, of course, our stay and surrendered group. Now we got the podcast going. I mean, this is what it's here for, man. Sure. That we, we don't want the door shut six days a week and come in on Sunday, turn the heat on. Man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm loving it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, John. Thanks, Dustin. Thank um, you. Pastor Scott, anything on the close you want to throw out there? No, just uh, keep God first. Keep God first. Um, thanks, everybody, for checking out uh, this, uh, again, Season 2, Episode 1 of Shine Your Light. And make sure you check out Planet coming, coming your way soon. So, all right, guys, um, thanks again, and we're out. Peace. Thanks. <laughs>